Tokington Health Trees podcast, where I'm introducing young generations to holistic traditions. I'm Julia Dolvarova, your host, and this is episode 18. I hope all you guys are doing well. Today I'm recording the podcast in my room instead of in the basement like I usually do. And um, my window is like to the front of the house and we live kind of by a busy road so if you hear cars driving by I'm so sorry it's probably going to be in the background noise but I don't really have any other options today I kind of have to film this in my room but anyways I've been doing well next week um, I only have school Monday through Friday and Friday I don't have school until like January 2nd and I'm so excited it's going to be so nice I've been making lots of like bread and baking a lot and cooking and I want to try and make like a gingerbread house but from scratch like bake the cookie walls and everything and I also want to make croissants which I think I talked about before but I want to make croissants and decorate like some sugar cookies and stuff but lots of those things take like multiple days of like preparation like making the doughs and letting them sit and I've been super busy so I'm excited for break because I'll have time to make all those fun things and cook fun stuff and also I started making these little houses from mat board And mat board is kind of like a cross between poster board and cardboard. And I make it into into little ornaments. And I'll post a picture on my Instagram story. But they're super cute and they're so fun to make. It takes like two days, which is a long time. But it's so fun for me. I learned how to make stuff like that. um, Like for mat board in my engineering class. And I love that class so much. It's the best class ever. And my teacher is so amazing. But the reason I took the class in the first place isn't actually for like the engineering aspect but because I knew we would be making little houses and stuff like that and I love arts and crafts so and especially I like making miniature little things so I knew it would be fun anyways that's kind of like what I've been up to I've also been going to work um three days a week now and every day this week I was in the kitchen which was actually really nice because it was freezing outside and it was raining most of the time and I didn't want to do anything outside and in the kitchen it's nice and warm So I was packaging teas and tinctures and glycerates, which I shared on my story before. And there was this one day where I was pouring glycerates and glycerates are like a cross between oily and sticky at the same time. And I couldn't like get it into the bottle without spilling a little bit of it. And if it spills onto the bottle, the label won't stick. And it's just a nightmare. So I was really, really struggling that day. And then all of a sudden the beaker of glycerate slips out of my hand and I drop it on the floor. It was a mess. It was everywhere and it was so hard to clean. It was literally a disaster, but I just wasn't having a good day that time. Um, But it's fine. The next day was a lot better and um, yeah. And then my brother Andre came on Friday and I'm so happy. Me and my brothers are literally best friends and um, we all have a really close relationship. So it's nice to have him home. Sadly, my other brother couldn't come, but um, he'll come in a few months, hopefully. But yeah. That's all in terms of life updates. Um, now let's get into this week's simple switch. So since I'm talking about mushrooms this week, the simple switch is kind of going to go along with that and it's a tincture. So it's from a brand called Host Defense Mushrooms and it's a great immunity supporting blend of mushrooms. It's, it's a tincture. You could you, or you could take it daily and it contains lots of different mushrooms. It's kind of like a blend. And I got it from Swanson Health, 
so the link will be in the show notes so you guys can check it out. I figured out how to properly use the show notes and how to insert links and stuff, so I've been actually using them and putting the links in there so you guys can see what I talk about um, in the episodes and you could buy it if you want. Okay, let's get into the actual info for this week's episode. As you probably know, um, I'm going to talk about mushrooms, because I've said it before, but I'm going to talk about a few different kinds, how to like identify them, some things you could make from them, how to use them, what they're good for, and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, our first mushroom is called chaga. Um, the Latin name is Inanotus obliquus. It's known as the cancer polypore and um, tinder conch. It actually only grows on live birch trees throughout the northern hemisphere, which is very cold. Um, it looks like kind of like a chunk of charcoal bursting out of the side of the tree, and it grows in the form of a woody conch. So it doesn't look like a mushroom at all. The fungus grows super slowly, so it should only really be harvested from uh, larger growths and you have to make sure to leave a lot of it still on the tree so that it can continue to grow. Um, it's a super valuable mushroom and it's used in treating very serious illnesses like cancer and um, for immune system problems. But it's also a good fire starter, um, although you shouldn't be using it for that. <laughs> in terms of identification, it grows um, on live birch trees, as I said earlier. Um, there's something called tree burls and often they're mistaken for chaga but a burl is like an outgrowth of the tree while chaga mushroom grows inside and then it bursts out the surface and through the bark and there's a really big difference between what the tree is like and what the mushroom is like so the mushroom is um, black and brittle and it has a cracked surface the interior is like a gold orange color and it's pretty woody um, the gold-orange color can often be seen where the mushroom connects to the tree, and it feels slightly like cork when freshly cut. And as I said, chaga grows on birch trees, and it needs to be collected from birch trees only. So the relationship between the parasitic chaga and the birch helps form some of the medicinal elements and the compounds that are found in chaga, like the terpenes, um, it's called terpenes betulin and betulinic acid, so chaga is best taken as a double extracted tincture so that all of its medicinal compounds are released when it's double extracted. Okay, now I'm going to talk about um, the actual like medicinal benefits. So chaga treats all sorts of different types of cancers, including Hodgkin's disease. Chaga helps prevent and treat cancer through increased antioxidant activity by slowing or stopping the growth of cancerous tissue and metastasis to other parts of the body. Um, also by killing off existing cancerous cells and reducing tumors through boosting the immune system and by helping eliminate cancer cells from the body. Chaga also has powerful adaptogens. Um, in case you don't know uh, what adaptogens what adaptogens are. They help the body to adapt um, to different changing conditions and increased work and like stress in general. Chaga is also a powerful adaptogen that helps reduce the effects of these stressors and on the body and improves overall body health. It also has antioxidants 
anti-inflammatory and antiviral properties. The next benefit of chaga um, mushroom is it stimulates the immune system and it helps the body heal itself. So it has anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, and these properties help reduce chronic inflammation in the body and help prevent further damage. It's valuable for people with immune system dysfunction and weak immune systems, but it's honestly still unclear if people with autoimmune disorders should be consuming it um, due to the way it boosts the immune system. Until more research is done, it's best to use um, mushrooms that are adaptogenic like reishi. Chaga is actually an awesome antiviral and it has proven to fight against influenza A and B, HSV, and HIV. Chaga reduces blood sugar, so it work, works very quickly and significantly uh, to reduce blood sugar levels, and this helps people with diabetes. But you do need to be careful with it because it can cause problems. It's important to monitor blood sugar carefully when taking chaga, especially if you have had problems with blood sugar um, in the past or if you're taking other medications to control your blood sugar levels. It protects the gastrointestinal tract and it stops the formation of ulcers. And its anti-inflammatory properties work well for people with ulcerative colitis. And because of its anti-inflammatory and antioxidant properties, it's beneficial for most body organs. However, it's especially protective of our livers. So it helps our bodies get rid of toxins. Um, it prevents hardening and scarring in the liver. And it inhibits the production of chemicals that cause inflammation in the liver. It's also effective against hepatitis C and boosts the immune system by protecting the liver and activating the white blood cells to get rid of foreign substances in the body. Chaga helps reduce fatigue in people who have low energy levels and it could help um, with boosting endurance by lowering lactic acid levels and boosting glycogen storage. Okay, now let's talk about harvesting chaga. It takes a very, very long time to mature, so only harvest large mushrooms. Chaga grows up to uh, 16 inches in size, so don't harvest mushrooms that are less than 6 inches across, and always leave enough for the mushroom on the tree um, to cover the opening in the tree where the chaga grows. Be careful not to damage the birth birch tree when collecting chaga and only harvest from living trees in a clean environment. It can be harvested all year round, but it's the most like concentrated and powerful in the autumn. Uh, you could use like a saw or a hatchet to remove the mushroom from the tree and break it into small pieces to dry it and make sure there's no tree or bark left on the mushroom before you dry it. You do need to be careful when consuming it though because it's very high in oxalates which can cause kidney stones or other kidney problems when they accumulate. Um, they can also inhibit the absorption of some nutrients and very high doses can be toxic. So it's important to consume it with moderation and just be smart about it, just like every other medicine and herb. Okay, next mushroom is... Um, a pretty common one in the medicinal world, and I bet you've heard about it before. It's called lion's mane mushroom, or Heracium arenaceus. It's super common in Asian medicine, and its popularity is growing here in the United States. Let's talk about identification. So look for lion's mane around the middle of August through the autumn. 
Uh, they grow on dead and wounded hardwood trees of all kinds, but they mostly prefer um, beech, oak, and maple trees. So the mushroom looks like clumps of white floating icicles, and the spines and spores are white, while um, the spines also turn yellow, uh, yellowish, like light pink as it matures. There are a few mushrooms that are similar to lion's mane um, by looks, but they're all edible and related, so it's okay if you get the wrong one. But lion's mane has downward growing spines, while coral fungi is similar, but it grows upwards. So you should always be careful when harvesting wild mushrooms and always talk to an expert because you don't want to be harvesting the wrong one. It could be poisonous, but for lion's mane, all the lookalikes are edible and not poisonous. Okay, in terms of edible use, lion's mane is completely edible and it actually tastes really good. The flavor and texture is almost like crab or lobster and it could be eaten and cooked and whatever. But for medicine, it could be made into a tea or a tincture or like a powder. So lion's mane mushrooms are actually known for their ability to enhance memory and stimulate our cognitive function and prevent and treat neurodegenerative diseases. It also encourages regrowth and recovery of nerve function in our bodies, and it slows down and even reverses cell degeneration in our brains, which is very important in diseases like Alzheimer's, dementia, Parkinson's, multiple sclerosis, and diabetes, where the nerve damage is a primary or secondary symptom of the disease itself. Also, as you guys know, the nervous system is important to all of our bodily functions, and it causes major problems when damaged or harmed. While lion's made mushroom can speed up recovery to damage nervous system tissue in our brains and spinal cords, it also stimulates the repair of damaged nerve cells. So it also has been shown to stimulate nerve growth factor or NGF, which is important in the repair of the myelin sheath. And studies show great potential for myelination and regenerative or myelination and regeneration of nerves. There's so many regenerative properties of lion's mane mushrooms on the nervous system, which helps a lot for multiple sclerosis. Lion's mane has very good results in treating cancers like stomach cancer, esophageal cancer, liver cancer, and more. Um, like, I think also cervical cancer, stomach cancer, skin cancer, colon cancer, and breast cancer. Um, it will basically prevent any type of cancer, and um, it's been proven to be effective in treating different types of illnesses like cancer. So it stimulates the immune system, and it helps kill off the cancer cell and control the tumor growth and prevent cancer from spreading to other parts of the bodies, or other parts of the body. <laughs> Lion's mane mushroom also supports the heart and our circulatory system, in lots of different ways and it's been shown to lower bad cholesterol and blood triglycerides improve fat metabolism and prevent blood clots which all reduce the risk or the risk the risk it all reduces the risk of heart heart attacks so strokes and stuff like that it also helps with any type of like heart stroke type of symptoms it also increases blood oxygenation and circulation um, lion's mane mushrooms are beneficial to the function of the digestive tract, and it aids with leaky gut repair. It's been used to treat gastric ulcers, gastritis, inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's disease, and colitis. 
because of it, all of like its anti-inflammatory properties and effects, it provides most of the uh, most of the benefits. But the mushroom also soothes the gut and encourages a healthy gut environment, while also reducing intestinal bleeding and protecting it against something called H. pylori. So lion's mane is also a powerful anti-inflammatory, as I said before, which is useful in the prevention of most um, chronic diseases, including heart disease, diabetes, autoimmune disease, and cancer. It's an antioxidant which reduces or prevents oxidative stress on the body, and chronic inflammation and oxidation are the cause of most symptoms of aging, and the root cause of many diseases, which line, lies, um, or which lion's mane is super powerful against. Lion's mane mushrooms are very useful in preventing any type of like mental health issue or like disorders, including insomnia, anxiety, depression, um, and um, dementia. The mushrooms help regenerate brain cells and improve um, our brain function. And it's excellent and amazing for stress and anxiety, and it helps with the symptoms of that, such as heart palpitations, irritation, and concentration. My grandpa actually has dementia, and we've been giving him lion's mane supplement for a while now, and it's actually been helping him a lot. Like, you could really tell that um, he's, like, more himself than he was before he was taking lion's mane, so it's pretty amazing. Um, lion's mane mushroom also enhances the function of the intestinal immune system, helping the body fight infection from different bacteria and viruses, um, and like yeasts and funguses. It's especially beneficial in helping prevent infections in our intestinal immune system. The mushroom also has a variety of effects that are beneficial to people that have diabetes, and with constant use, it lowers blood glucose levels and improves insulin sensitivity in people that have type 2 diabetes. And in lowering the blood sugar levels, it helps to prevent complications from like kidney disease and eye damage and nerve damage in the hands and feet, which also helps relieve the pain of diabetic neuropathy. Um, the mushroom is also used to prevent strokes and even like after stroke related injuries and stuff like that. It helps heal those things. So due to its neuroprotective effects, it can help the nervous system deal with a lack of oxygen and blood clots and memory issues and many other things um, and it all makes sense because it's 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 such an amazing healer for our brain um, and it's a very powerful anti-inflammatory um, they're an awesome source of antioxidants they reduce lactic acid buildup in our blood and increase blood oxygen levels reduce muscle fatigue like it's really amazing this mushroom is like absolutely insane um, they also increase glycogen and tissue um, repair and provides a source of ready and sustainable energy for the body um, and that our body uses. So it's pretty amazing in terms of um, all of its medicinal benefits. Now, in terms of harvesting, you harvest um, in the late summer and autumn and you look for mushrooms with multiple of those white spikes hanging downwards if they have begun to turn pink they're too mature and will not have a good flavor if you want to use them for cooking or like eating and stuff like that but you cut the mushroom from the tree with a sharp knife um you want to try to avoid cutting into the wood of the tree and leave some of the mushroom behind so that it like starts to cycle 
for the new crop next year you want to handle them pretty gently because the spikes are very delicate and um yeah that's like kind of how you harvest it though there is a warning um some people are allergic to mushrooms so you should avoid lion's mane if that's the case um some symptoms of allergies can include skin rashes difficulty breathing or even anaphylactic shock so if you're having any burning or itching or swollen lips or breathing difficulties you should be very careful and consult a doctor if you're having any of those um, symptoms um, people make teas and supplements uh, powders and tinctures so whatever works for you um, you can make anything you want out of lion's mane it's pretty amazing like the possibilities are basically endless okay now the last mushroom that i'm going to talk about today is turkey tail mushroom so turkey tail mushrooms have been used for many years around japan and china um, for chinese medicine and stuff like that but they're also becoming pretty common here in the united states just like lion's mane they're commonly used to treat cancer and for cancer therapy um, they complement both radiation and chemotherapy so that's why they've been used for cancer but now i'm going to talk about um, identification so turkey tail mushrooms grow in colonies or um, on tree stumps or on fallen logs the caps are multicolored with circles of alternating colors um, and the different circles can be black brown tan gray blue red orange or white um, and the edge of the cap forms like wavy ripples like the outside of a turkey's tail and they could grow up to like four inches wide though you could usually like find them to be one and a half to two inches wide they don't have a stem like a regular mushroom that you would think of but the cap of the turkey tail mushroom is velvety or kind of like fuzzy and thin and flexible it has pores on the underside that are evenly spread out um they don't have what's called gills and the wavy um, growing edges are white or nearly white. When you're gathering wild mushrooms, as I said earlier, um, if you pick the wrong one, it could really make you ill. Um, there's lots of poisonous ones out there, so definitely consult with a professional or with someone who knows a lot about wild mushrooms before you um, go and try to eat them or make medicine out of them. In terms of edible use, turkey tail mushrooms are very nutritious and full of vitamins and minerals, but they don't really digest well, so you don't want to eat them raw or like cook them and just eat them straight up. It's best to make like medicine out of them, so you can make it into like a tincture, which is most common, but they're also made into dry powders or like teas. Um, now, for the medicinal benefits, um, it has a lot of antioxidant and anti-inflammatory components, which regulates our immune system, and it helps with all different types of diseases. It's a very good antiviral. And as I said earlier, turkey tail mushrooms are often used for cancer patients because it kills off cancer cells and tumors, and to um, it helps like, support the immune system while the patient is undergoing chemotherapy. Uh, because it strengthens the immune system, helping your body fight the disease. It also protects the body from additional infections. There has been a lot of research done on how turkey tail can affect people that have HIV and AIDS. 
and it shows an ability to strengthen the immune system of the patients and it helps them fight the disease. Um, the mushroom helps lower the levels of glucose in the bloodstream and it can be very helpful in managing blood sugar levels in people that have diabetes. Uh, many modern diseases are caused by inflammation in our bodies that just get out of control. And these diseases are usually chronic and have like, have the ability to become very severe. So turkey tail mushrooms are high in anti-inflammatory properties and they help reduce the internal inflammation. It's also very effective when applied to the skin because it reduces rashes, swelling, and other external inflammations. Turkey tail has also been shown to be effective against malaria and treating con chronic fatigue syndrome. It's also helpful in lowering cholesterol levels in the body and reducing blood pressure in patients with hyperextension. The mushroom should be taken daily for full effect and by lowering cholesterol and reducing hypertension, it also reduces the risk of heart disease. In terms of harvesting, you should choose mushrooms with clean white um, porous surfaces and you cut off the rough tissue where the mushroom was attached to the tree with like scissors or you just cut it off with a knife and you want to gather it in clean areas in the, in the environment because the different mushrooms like could absorb the pollution around and stuff so most of the time you just want to um, harvest in areas that are clean and like not next to a road or anything like that that would be bad um so yeah those are the three mushrooms um they're all pretty cool in my opinion i think they're pretty awesome chaga lion's mane and um turkey tail now there's also other really cool mushrooms like reishi and stuff like that but i'm not going to be talking about those ones today or else this episode is going to be like an hour long so let me know if you learned some stuff from this episode and if you want me to do another episode on mushrooms because there's so many out there in terms of books um i got a lot of the information that i talked about today from the book called The Lost Book of Herbal Remedies, uh, The Healing Power of Plant Medicine. It's by um, Nicole Apulain and Claude Davis. Um, it's an awesome book, and I'll link it in the show notes. But yeah, that's going to be it for this week's episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram at Wholesome Health for You. Wholesome Health Free. I, whenever I podcast, there's like points where I just have trouble pronouncing words and I'm so sorry if I don't make sense. I'm really trying my best here. But anyways, follow the podcast on Instagram at wholesome health for youth is what I meant to say. I post lots of things on my story and just like overall I post a lot of things. I post pictures about what we talked about in episodes and like episode covers so you can learn about what the next podcast episode is going to be about. Um, I'll share a link to the book. Um, in the show notes so you guys can check it out and I'll put the link um, in the show notes of the simple switch that I talked about um, I hope you guys have a good week and I'll post uh, a new episode next Monday as usual I talked to I'll talk about gardening and yeah that's what it's gonna be about it's gonna be about gardening I don't know what the topic is gonna be yet but yeah that's it see you next week bye guys